Hello, welcome to Alternate Take Reviews. It's a podcast run by our film page Alternate Take. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram. On Facebook, we are at www.facebook.com slash alternate take one to three. On Instagram, you can find us by searching underscore alternate take underscore. This review is available in written format on our Medium page www.medium.com slash alternate take. So let's get started with today's review. Todd Hines' Dark Waters is a hard-hitting docudrama that dramatizes the real-life incident of Robert Bellot's case against the chemical manufacturing corporation DuPont after they contaminated a town with unregulated chemicals. From its very second scene, the film expressly indicates what its protagonist is up against. It's not just a mere legal case, but an invasion on the world of ostentation from the world of indigence. The film shows how Robert Bellot, a corporate defense attorney, is confronted with a game-changing case which makes him question his own clients. Dark Waters doesn't tell us a story, rather it shows us the darkness of the water we live in. This water doesn't have sharks or piranhas, but headless monsters. Between the executive meeting, Robert listens to the abominable uh, chain of events that have been witnessed by a scarfy, hardscrabble Appalachian farmer from Parkersburg, West Virginia. Listening to the mellifluous words of country roads, Robert revisits the place of his humble beginnings and further investigates on the horrifying death of the farmer's 190 cows along with his farm. And he subsequently gets convinced that it's a result of drinking water infected by neighboring factory owned by DuPont, one of the world's largest chemical companies. And from here, this modernized version of the paranoid thrillers like The Parallax View or Chinatown begins to play with its characters in their respective circumstances. Mark Ruffalo, with his turtle-in-a-shell body language, plays the indefatigable, unflappable and placid character Robert Bellot, who throws lights on the places where his foes least expected it. His insatiable quench for the truth makes him the lone crusader against the corrupt system. Mark Ruffalo's subtle yet poignant presentation of Robert Bellot's will be incomplete without the enormous amount of support by Annie Hathaway's outstanding performance as Pilot's wife. She is not the thankless wife, but a part of Robert that shows him the modern reality. The other performance that will captivate uh, your eyes to become a part in his journey of sufferings is Bill Camp. His downy eyebrows, deep sighs, explicitly articulate his discomfiture in a yet-to-be-started war which has already been won by the wealthy big guys. But Robert still fights, although he's afraid of death, not of consequences. He fights because he considers it's the right thing to do. In a scene, he carefully rereads a letter from DuPont until he realizes that it doesn't say what everyone else thinks it says. It makes the reading comprehension beautifully cinematic. Mario Correa 
and Matthew Michael Carnahan's screenplay doesn't have sharp dialogues like Arian Brokovich, but it has tremendous amount of acute intensity which makes the emotional palette of the film both intriguing and compelling. And the perfectly written scenes get its rhythm through the opposite scores by Marcelo Zarvos. The linear narrative of this film is divided into chapters which helps the film to shift its timelines. The detailed shifting from one timeline to another can't be done if one doesn't have a production designer like Hannah Bachelor, whose locations and sets actually make the audience grow through the episodic developments of material things including even Microsoft Windows. Afonso Gonzalez interweaves each and every sequence so proficiently that the tension of the film never sags. The breathtaking cinematography by Edward Lanchman with its mostly yellow and blue color palettes paints the wall to provide a gloomy and suspicious aura. Heinz favors formalism over naturalism and reinvents cinematic styles. From its linear narrative to modest character graphs and gradual development of sequences, the director never loses his tune of consistency. He often starts a scene in darkness or by zeroing in on an out-of-focus element, then gradually the image clears and we come to know that how and why that sequence is important in that narrative. Heinz certainly has a keen eye on this kind of narratively meaningful camera moves. He has used wide shots to emphasize Ruffalo's modest height in his each and every tough and inimical situations. One may find affinities between his uh, this film and the director's another uh, safe, which is about a woman suffering from environmental illness. The pioneer of a new queer cinema always tries to address how social norms like sexism, racism, homophobia, class-based differences, hierarchy enable the status quo to preserve itself. Here, he hasn't presented Robert as a brave soul who takes on the system, but a mirror of the common folks, rather audiences, who try to find out the ignition which inflames their guts to ask questions. Once, Robert says, they will have they have all the money all the time and they'll use it he also addresses the system as rigged the next though he is aware of the fact that power pollutes powerful capitalists can even change the given judgment he still awaits behind his desk for the radiant glint of the actual truth he is that scrupulous human being whom we meet in front of the mirror every day Time affects his social life, wealth, health, work life, but he waits for the restoration of justice against the political and corporate maleficence. Sometimes the justice gets delayed, sometimes denied, but never get ignored. Todd Highness's Dark Waters asks a few questions whose answers are not blowing in the wind, but are locked under the heart of mankind. These answers will not be unlocked until and unless we start to stick to our own stance and raise our voice against every wrong to protect ourselves from the politically polluted and corporated water called system.